0: Hello everybody! Welcome to Defining the Line Sports Podcast. I'm your host Miles. Today in our first episode, I'm gonna be talking about what my goals are for the future, what I came to making the website, what the website's about, uh, just to overall get to know me a little bit better. Uh, you can watch this via Spotify or YouTube. If you wanna watch it via YouTube, go to my website, DefiningLines.com. Check it out. It's pretty cool. It's got some cool stats on there. Yeah, but anyway, let's get into the podcast. Uh, first off, I'd just like to say that I have a website, it's called DefiningLens.com, you can go check it out. Basically the function and purpose of it was, or is, to uh, provide stats for betting games. So there's the spread, the money line, the over-under, and it'll tell you whenever you click stats, the record against the spread, the record against the spread as a underdog, home favorite, home underdog, all that kind of stuff, even a way up favorite and an underdog. Uh, but yeah, I love putting a number on a player. I love uh, knowing if I'm underpaying or overpaying for a guy, especially in 2K and Madden. Uh, I love playing Madden in 2K. It's kind of a simulation based uh, video game that you can test out your GM skills, put yourself to the test, rebuild a team, take a team to the promised land, win a championship. Uh, I think that's really fun. That's what I want to be when I'm older or at least be that money ball guy that tells the GM, hey, He's only shooting 30% from three and our game plan is to shoot more threes. So we need to look to trade him or whatever his contract's looking like for this season, maybe we could restructure it or um, look to release him. Um, But yeah, I love that kind of stuff. I think that putting numbers, numbers is a part of our daily lives and putting a probability to that, uh, knowing that like, what's my probability of doing this, doing this. Uh, I think it's really important. So I love I love stats from when I was a kid. I mean, I love math. I always had a love for math. Uh, played a ton of basketball when I was younger, started when I was age of five. I was always the short white kid in the corner just shooting threes, but uh, that was kind of my role as a team. I understood my role very well. I shot a lot of threes, did that really well. Uh, but right now I'm in high school, I'm a freshman. And uh, I'm doing stats for Lake Trash basketball. I thought it was a great opportunity to put my stats and knowledge on basketball together. Either and coach some of my favorite friends and provide them with stats as to where they shot it from, their shot charts, their stats such as not just points per game but three point percentage, points in the paint, all that kind of stuff, transition points, uh, and providing them to coach too and saying, hey, coach, like this team shooting thirty percent from three, so. You know, if we can close out and at 30% at this age is really insane, I think, for a team. Uh, But I keep seeing three-point percentage. Uh, Just now catching on to that. But I value three points. Three points is so much more than two points. And that's the truth. Three is greater than two. (laughs) And so I look at it as, say, you have a scenario out of 10. uh, You make, say, shoot two, maybe, what? 40% 40% from mid-range, it's the worst shot in the game. So you say you shoot 40% from mid-range, shoot 30% from three. So that means out of 10 times, you'll make three threes and you'll make four mid-range shots. If you make four mid-range shots, that's a total of eight points. Well, if you make three three-pointers, that's a total of nine points. Nine's greater than eight. So why are we shooting more threes? But uh, for the case of this year, no harm, no foul, but we're not the best three-point shooting team in high school right now. We're only shooting about twenty five percent, but uh, we know that, and we're really gonna getting rebounds. We get offensive rebound about forty percent of the time, which is pretty insane. Uh, which means we're only our opponents only getting the defensive rebound sixty percent of the time. So that's that's kind of how you look at it. And I, lo- I love looking at those stats and providing them to coach. And that's kind of what my role is right now. Um, but yeah, like this is my first time doing a podcast, so. Let me know if you think I'm doing a good job right now, but uh, I can't wait to talk some more stats into you guys. Um, but yeah, so I played basketball since I was five. Uh, I had a fun time, it was such a such a fun career. Uh, just going to Round Rock and around here, I met some such cool friends and coaches that have kind of guided me to being a, little, like, a lot more grittier. and just being the best that you can be every each and every single day, being better than you were yesterday. And I think that's awesome. I think all people should be playing sports right now, learning teamwork, knowing what your role is and being really good at that role and understanding that you know, you don't have to be everything. You, you have a team, then that's what something you can do and you can combine all those different things that somebody has a little bit more of or a little bit less than you, that's what makes a team. Uh, my parents played golf at Colorado State. Uh, they both got full rides there. I've played a little bit of golf in my life, but my dad doesn't really pick up the clubs as much. My mom hasn't picked up a club since 2013, uh, which is pretty insane considering she doesn't like sports anymore. She doesn't like golf. She doesn't want to be part of golf anymore. She owns a business now called Clarkie Design. She's one of the best in Austin. She's my favorite. Uh, she's such a good mom and uh, she's really good at her job. My dad is an energy trader, trades wholesale electricity. Uh, but he doesn't pick up a club maybe four months before his annual tournament. Uh, so right now he has he doesn't really pick up the clubs as much. But they've kind of taught me the ropes a little bit. Uh, I've I never really played golf too much. I just kind of practiced with my dad on the chipping green, putting green, that sort of thing. But I think golf is I think it's a good sport for sure. Like the mental game aspect of golf is so so much different than basketball or tennis or like football. Tennis, too. Tennis is a really good, really good sport for just, you know, being a beginner, but you just run after the ball, hit the ball. Like, that's kind of how it is. Uh, most people don't see golf as a sport, but the mental game is insane. I mean, you can you can plan your next shot. You may shoot 100 shots, but you never know what the outcome is going to be. It's not about how many good shots you hit. It's about how many bad shots you don't hit. And that's kind of how I look at it. And I think that golf is super huge for, as a sport for anybody. And it's something you can play up till you're 60 to 70. And that's really cool, I think, um, compared to basketball when your knees could be dead. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, uh, I play a little bit of golf right now. Uh, Probably in the summertime right now, it's winter. So golf season's about to be over with. Uh, But I'm so glad that the sport is kind of taking a new step uh once covid happened you know people started getting out more outside more they started playing golf a lot more uh but yeah i think it's really cool where the game, where the game is going um but yeah i think golf basketball and s- football are probably my three favorite sports i i didn't play football but just playing Madden and just first down third down like hey coach we're only getting it Like on first down, we're getting five yards um, each first down, but second down, we're only getting two yards per attempt. So we need to work on second down game plan a little bit more, uh, keep the defense on their uh, heels a little bit more. Uh, I think the strategy in football is so, so cool, too. Um, You know, the whole the whole plan is to be uh, just to keep the defense on their heels again, like I just said, but. I think it's really cool. Like the Ravens got, the Ravens have a fourth down. Guy, he, he's this like statistics major and at Harvard. He tells the coach like, hey, we're getting X amount percent of the time. So we need to go for this one. We don't need to go for this one. Like they're really good at stopping us on fourth down. Uh, but yeah, I, that, I think that's really cool. And football is a big part of stats, I think. Uh, and basketball is huge too, obviously. There's so many different stats. That represents so much that I think that would be huge for any NFL, NBA team. Uh, but yeah, I think that's really cool. So um, that's kind of a little bit about me, uh, but I'll talk about my website real quick. So, what I do for my website is I use a Google Sheet, and it's basically like a drop down menu. So, I'll tell, I'll tell the computer, like, hey, here's the team. Go find it in this certain data. Take like this is what I want. Put it back to this document, and that's my document. So then I embedded that document onto Google uh, onto my website, both in football and basketball. Um, and of course, March Madness is super hectic because you got thirty-two games you need to make. And so yeah, what I do each and every morning: click that drop-down menu, click the team. And it'll automatically do all the spread, uh, money line, un- over unders, all that kind of stuff for me. And I, th- I love it. I do it each and every single day. And I, I'm so glad that people are, are starting to look at it more and starting to get more of an audience. So I'm hoping that uh, I'll reach the top soon. And I can't wait for that climb. It's gonna be awesome. Um, but yeah, so it's a, a drop down menu considers all stats like points per game opponent points per game three point percentage opponent three point percentage points in the paint and all that kind of stuff and it's similar to what I do right now uh, also for like Travis basketball I uh, there's this program called huddle where it tracks our uh, all of the stats so we send it to huddle they come back with all those stats I take those stats put them in a Google document show it to coach show it to the players look at their shot shoot shotting. Can I speak? Okay. Shooting charts. I think I said it right that time. Uh, And yeah, I think that's really cool because coach can game plan and be like, okay, guys, we suck at three pointing. Like we suck at shooting threes. <laughs> Let's just to say that. And he can be like, okay, so here's what we're gonna do to confiscate that. We need to get out and run in transition. And we need to rebound. And we have a six, five, six five center and he's really good. He's probably our best player statistically is our best player. And so I think coach is doing a really good job at taking those stats and putting them all together and uh, knowing what to do with those stats. I think that's really cool and showing them the coaches. What's different about me compared to like other people that wanna be what I wanna be, uh, how they're gonna do it is, I have experience playing basketball. Like for instance, a Harvard guy, like he probably, <laughs> I mean, he probably did like some type of clubs at Harvard, but I mean, I don't know if he played basketball or not, but, or football, Uh, but I think what separates me is my knowledge of basketball. Again, I I coach a first grade girls basketball team I had our first game yesterday. Uh, It was awesome. They had a blast, Uh, but we learned a lot during that game. Uh, Of course, I'm not gonna be doing stats for them, but (laughs) uh, it's all about having fun, especially at a young age. Uh, So we only have one play. It's called the give-and-go. It's one of my favorite plays (laughs) very basic play, but it works and I can't wait to Just to continue teaching them fundamentals and all that kind of stuff and that's what separates me It's like I've played basketball. I know I have a high IQ Um, Even though I didn't do much besides shoot. I knew where to be how to be and um, like my goal like, like Whenever somebody would get the rebound, I would sprint my butt to the corner knowing that, hey, I gotta get ready for three as soon as I can. Uh, and I, I loved basketball. I think it was a, it was so such a fun part of my life. And uh, now I'm super stoked to be doing stats too for a basketball team. So I think that's really cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of it so far for like about myself. Uh, Uh, I'll talk about right now, let's talk about uh, just kind of NBA stats that kind of blow me away. Um, Like top 300 shots last year, there were no mid-range shots. It was either a layup or a three-pointer. That's kind of what the game's going towards. And this may be a bold take, but this is what I think the NBA is going to become, okay? I hate watching the NBA, number one, because there's so many flops so many like paid actors out there especially in hollywood especially in la you know that's kind of what their job is to be paid actors flop for calls in my opinion i hate lebron james i think what he's doing to the league is bad and uh he's teaching young kids like me to it's like it's okay to complain with calls but if you if you don't like a call just don't say anything be humble about it like okay i respect it like um next play that's how that's why I don't think the NBA is something you should be watching, especially for younger kids. Uh, I love NCAA basketball. Some of those kids aren't even getting paid. They're playing for the lives, they're playing to be in college. And I think that they're putting their life on the they're, they're putting their money, their life on the line to go to college, play basketball, not even getting paid. Uh, I think that's really cool to watch those guys play each and every single day, uh, more than NBA who are doing it per professionally and are flopping for calls, but yet they're getting paid 40 million. Uh, I think the NBA is gonna to move towards, can you move? Can you handle the first set of pressure, if that makes sense? So they'll have a point guard, right, that dribbles the ball up the court, but it's gonna be one-on-one press, basically. So you're gonna be in your grill, in your man, and you're gonna have the Joe Harris's, D- Duncan Robinson's of the world that are gonna be trying to get it open, but they're going to be given no breathing space, for, and that's for everybody. Like shooting is going to become such like it's people are going to overlook it. Like if you can't shoot, you're not going to be on the team. And there's going to be so many of people like me that are getting paid probably twenty million a year just to shoot, and uh, that I think that's really cool. But at the same time, it's uh, it's kind of disappointing that we've we've gone from like. Like the, mid, like, the Bill Russells of the world, we went from his area to, like, blocking shots, good defense, and the will. Oh, my gosh, Will's insane. Uh, and then to MJ and, to, like, the high-flying dunking and all that mid-range jump shots and all that kind of stuff. So now the Steph effect and just all the threes he's shooting, how many um, games he's influenced from young kids to adults. And... Uh, realizing that it's it's pretty remarkable what he's done so far. And Steph is one of my favorite players. I think, I think he's way, way more of an inspirational guy than LeBron James. Because uh, LeBron James has, you know, like a physical presence and he's always been big since he was a little tyke. And <laughs> I love saying that, little tyke. <laughs> Got it from my dad. Thank you, dad. Uh, and so, yeah, just being a little... He's been big ever since he was super little and you know not too many people like me are just god just born with god given talent like physically and Steph wasn't. I mean his dad played in the NBA but he was always kind of a small guy through high school. He was like 5'7" like 120 in high school. He still shot from his waist. So that summer his dad worked on his shot a little bit more but like Steph has been such an inspirational piece for me especially and for younger kids of the world, realizing, hey, like I can be, I can be on a basketball team. I don't have to be this certain height. I can, I can be this. I can be this. I can shoot threes. I can play defense. I can be scrappy. Um, it's all about a mindset. And if you don't have grit, then you're going nowhere. Like you're going nowhere. And I'm still trying to work on that. But if you have a mindset and you just try to be better than you were each and every day, then you, you'll go places. But if you're just born with it, if you think you're born with it, then you're you're not gonna be much of the guy that people wanna hire or people that want in the basketball or football industry. Um, and But I think that's really cool though, that Steph has influenced that type of mentality in people uh, that you can be anything you want. Um, so my favorite NBA player is obviously Stephen Curry or Kevin Durant. So my story with Kevin Durant was uh, I was, when was I? So I was probably six years old or five years old. It was a 20, 2011 NBA Finals. It was the Miami Heat and the OKC Thunder. My dad asked me a simple question because those were my two favorite teams. He's like, Miles, who are you going to be cheering for? Thunder or the Heat? I said, you know what? I've watched way too many cars in my lifetime. I hate the color green, probably because I watched too much Chick Hicks, and Chick Hicks was kind of the like, evil guy in that kind of series and so i i've always hated the color green I've always liked color red and color blue so that's kind of how i looked at it i was and then sure enough they play each other in the finals dad asked me i'm like oh wow this is tough and i just said you know what let's go with the color blue color blue is kind of that hero mentality and red's kind of the devil kind of the um evil guy. I didn't really chill for the evil. I went for the underdog. And sure enough, they were the underdog. And at five years old, I did not know that. So that's pretty cool. And I'm so glad I picked the blue team. Um, and that's kind of what, what my thought process was. And so they ended up losing that series. But I was a huge Kevin Durant fan after that year. And I became so addicted to Kevin Durant, so addicted to the Thunder. Thunderstruck just came out. So that was such a big movie, even though it's super bad. I, I thought it was the coolest thing ever as a kid. And I watched that show ton of times, ton of, ton of times. And um, Kevin Durant, he's from he's from Texas, hook him horns. Um, I think I made the right decision, especially since uh, LeBron was on the other team. I hate LeBron now, but Katie's such a freak athlete. He's top ten best players ever to play the game, both statistically and just as a freaking nature. I mean, dude, seven foot one, scores at will, he can shoot. And he's always been very good. He just hasn't had, uh, I would say, just the respect that LeBron has. But I think he deserves a lot more credit than LeBron. And Sherry sure, much, much, much well say, hey, like I'm going to the best team. I'm going to the best team. And people are like, bro, win a championship on your own like LeBron did with the Cavs. And I'm like, if you, were, if you were Kevin Durant, would you want to go to the worst team or the best team? Seriously. Like, if you're a free agent, you wanna to go to the best team. That's all that's all you think about. Nobody cares about money. You should be thinking about championships, building your legacy, making a team out of yourself. And that's that's kind of what I think of it as. Um So but yeah. I love Kevin Durant. Uh I talked about the hook and horns, right? Uh so story is uh um, my my mom's side of the family, they all pretty much went to Kansas. Uh, my dad didn't have too many people that went to college, uh, but my my mom had a ton of people, a ton of relatives that went to Kansas. Some of my dad's friends went to Kansas. So a huge Kansas basketball fan. As far as football is concerned, well, they beat Texas. So I guess we're a football and basketball school now, <laughs> officially. Uh, but we're getting there. Uh, but normally I cheer for Texas football uh, because they're normally better than Kansas. And uh, I love, those are my, my two favorite college teams. Uh, I wanna go out of state. I don't, I've i been in Austin for too long in my life. I've lived in Austin for all my years of living. <laughs> and uh, I, I don't really wanna go to Texas, but I just, I wanna go out of state. I wanna explore whether that's Kansas, anywhere else in the world. Um, I think it would be really cool going out of state and that's something I want to do in my life, so yeah. Um, I think the steps I can take to be doing a GM is obviously this website. This website is really big for me. I hope that you guys really enjoy it. I hope you guys really look into it each and every day Uh, because it's really cool, I think. And you know, like stats are such, such a key part of our lives, like I mentioned earlier. And like putting a probability as to like if I should bet on this team or not, I think is really cool.